Hey guys, we have some really fun news. If Gathering tickets go on sale this week, and if you wanna get tickets early, because y'all, they sell out in like minutes. So we wanna make sure you get access to the pre-sale tomorrow. Tickets go out to the public on November 3rd, but if you join Jenny's email list, you can get pre-sale tomorrow. That's November 2nd at noon. So mark your calendar. You don't want to miss it. If Gathering 2023 is on March 3rd and 4th in Dallas, Texas, but that's just a small gathering in Dallas, but there are going to be hundreds of thousands of you inviting people into your homes, your church, your dorm room, and we get to do this together. What if we knew Jesus was coming back in 10 years? It would change everything. So don't miss this. Gather your people and let's go. This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made For This podcast. Thanks to HelloFresh for supporting Made For This. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MadeForThis65 and use code MadeForThis65 for 65% off plus free shipping. And now here's Jenny. Here's what I hope. I hope that you are coming into this episode right now eager and hopeful and believing that it doesn't have to be as difficult as you feel like it is right now. I think that's true. In fact, probably one of the greatest gifts God's given me is the gift of faith and optimism without naivety. I'm not naive. I see it all, y'all. I'm not that protected. I see what's happening in the world. I see what's happening in my own life, but I'm still insanely optimistic. And the reason I'm optimistic is because I know how this ends and I actually believe God. I believe his word and I believe that we are headed somewhere and that the opposition and the darkness and the discouragement that we face, it's coming from the enemy. It's coming from a broken world that's going to be redeemed. So we won't always feel this way. And when you know the diagnosis, it just helps. It, it helps to know that there's a reason that you don't feel good. And maybe if you can figure out that reason and what it is, then you could take medicine for it or you could get better. And so what the Bible does is it's a giant diagnosis, right? It's a giant story of why we're stuck and what is causing me to be such a jerk and why am I so easily angered at things? And it's, it's an explanation. And then why is there their cancer? And why is there difficulty in my marriage? And why is it so hard to have friends and find people I connect with? It's an answer to all that too. And yet there's also hope in that story because God says, you know what? I, I have a plan and I have a way for you to thrive and prosper. And I'm going to tell you what that is. And the main way that you will hear over and over and over again throughout specifically the New Testament, but you see demonstrated throughout the Old Testament is walk with me follow me. That's what he tells everybody. He, he meets somebody on the street. He's like, hey, follow me. Follow me. Repent. Leave your junk and, and follow me. Leave your disability. Leave your sin. Leave your burden. Leave your money. Leave whatever it is that, that's weighing you down and, and come and follow me. That is the story of God. And it's interesting because I think we've made it really complicated. And part of the reason we've done that is we've had time on our hands to do that. And so we've built whole systems of discipleship the church has, and, and no offense to it, I've helped contribute at times. And we've built whole ideals and ideas around, you know, what it means to follow God. And it looks like, you know, being a stay-at-home mom and having four children, or it looks like working and having a ministry job that's really important and helps the kingdom, or it looks like being a Republican, or it looks like being a Democrat, or it looks like being a 
person who always advocates for the latest issue, or it looks like being meek and quiet. Y'all, it is a disaster mess of what we think we should do unless we simplify it all down to what scripture has been clear about, which is Jesus came to earth as an example and as the means of our salvation and as a friend and someone who wants to walk with us through our days. And he sends the helper, which scripture describes this way, and I will ask the Father and he will give you a helper to be with you forever. The Spirit is our helper. This is the Christian life, right? But we get, we've complicated it so far past that. And now no longer is the Christian life this walk with God and keeping near to him so we know what to do and, and what he has for us and, and we don't stay near to his word because we get bored or we are discouraged because it feels like we're failing. And so we end up building a system of what it means to be a Christian. It's a very complicated system, and most of us are exhausted by it. The reason we've got to talk about the voice of God and hearing from the Spirit when it comes to our identity is no one is going to shape your identity more than God if you let him. If you walk with him, if you follow him, if you stay in relationship with him, his goal is actually to rub off on you, (laughs) to help you, to cause you to want more of God and less of this world. That That's what a relationship does, right? If you've ever had kids, you know this, that you think, how am I going to do all these things that a kid needs when before they're here? But then you have a relationship with them. Even a baby, you just, you love that baby. And so all of a sudden you're doing things for that baby that you can have ever done for some kid you're babysitting for. You didn't want to clean up their throw up, but you'll clean up that kid's throw up because you have a relationship and you love that kid. It's kind of this way. I know this is going to be a really random example here, but it's kind of that way right now with with my dog. I just got a dog. I've wanted a dog my whole life, my whole marriage. I did have a dog when we were younger, but Zach just said, no, 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 no. And finally he gave in to our youngest son, which I think is precious. He gets a dog for Cooper, but let's be real. I'm with that dog a lot. So I think that dog is my dog. I am not really a dog person. Don't really really love all the dogs. In fact, I'm allergic to most of them. And so recently I was in a friend's house and their dog came up and I didn't pet it because I don't want to break out and I don't want to have hives. And so I don't pet it. But my dog, I will sit there and will kiss that dog on the lips. Like I love that dog. I'm mad about that dog because I now, even just a few months in, have a relationship with this little puppy. I've fed that dog. I've walked that dog. I've taken care of that dog. That is the difference. What I see for most of us is we either have a relationship with God where God is so close to us that that you're not bothered, that you just, you want a relationship with him. You don't care how messy it is. You are in and, and whatever he says, you want to do it because you love him. Or there's a little bit like, this is kind of awkward. Like, I don't know you well. I, I don't want to tell you this because I'm scared you're going to be mad at me. And, and I really feel like for you, it's like, oh, you, <laughs> you're not a God person. Like, you're not really, and, I, and if you're really honest with yourself, you would admit that you don't love praying, that you don't love reading your Bible, that you don't love, you don't really want to obey God. You don't want to submit to him your anger or your fear or your marriage or your struggle with an eating disorder. You don't want to submit that to him because you're just not really safe and and you're just not really in touch with him. And guys, this is why we start here because the relationship you have with God will change everything about you. It will define everything about you. And because we have lived in a system where God has been this 
judge that is waiting to scold us because we're always messing up and we are, then we feel this distance from him because we should. Because who wants to be in the presence of somebody that's disappointed in them? Nobody. But what if I told you that God is more like I am with my dog (laughs) than he is this shaming, scolding parent? He's actually so thrilled that you're with him. That my dog right now is still peeing on the floor, y'all. We're still there. That's where we are. But I still am crazy about that dog. And I know that dog is going to learn that. All dogs learn that eventually, I think. I hope. Don't tell me. Do not write me about your dog that never learned to pee outside. I'm not, that will not encourage me right now. But I'm not so worried about that. I actually just love my dog. And I can't wait to see my dog when I get home. And we have a relationship. And so I would say this week, when we're talking about hearing the voice of God, It begins first with trust. It begins first with, I want to be with you, God. I actually want to. On my way home today, I actually want to turn off the radio and I want to be in the quiet because I love being with you and I love talking to you. This fall has been one of the busier seasons in our family's life, and I am so excited and I love that we get to use HelloFresh because some of their fall meals have been amazing. We have fun cooking with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MadeForThis65 and use code MadeForThis65 for 65% off plus free shipping. We are on that downhill slide to the holidays, you guys, and HelloFresh makes this busy time of year easier with chef-crafted recipes, pre-proportioned ingredients that show up right on your front door. HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. One of the hardest things for me this time of year is just keeping track of where everybody is each day, what's for dinner, and HelloFresh has made that so easy for me. With over 35 weekly recipes, there's something to please everybody. So you can customize your recipes, you can swap out your protein or your sides, you can upgrade, and you can even add protein to a veggie meal. Oh, last week we had one that was so good. It was called pork chops and apple rosemary pan sauce. And it had mashed potatoes and roasted Brussels sprouts. And my four-year-old walks up to me and looks at these Brussels sprouts and is like, what's that? I'm like, it's really good. You should try it. He puts it on his mouth. He's like, oh, I think I like this. And I was like, only HelloFresh Brussels sprouts would be something that you would go for. What's so great is like this week, I got three recipes. I paused for next week because we have a lot of stuff going on and then I'm gonna pick it up again the week after. Whether you're hosting a holiday party or just stocking up, you can find everything that you need at HelloFresh. Go to hellofresh.com slash madeforthis65 and use code madeforthis65 for 65% off plus free shipping. I, I rarely in my life feel like I'm supposed to pray because I pray all the time. Because I just talk to him all the time. In my heart, in the words I'm sharing to you right now, I have talked to him like, this is how I move through life. He is my best friend. He is constantly there for me. I like him so much. And I know that he likes me. And that is my safest place. And I never feel like I am a big disappointment to him. In fact, I think, (laughs) I probably shouldn't say this, but I think I'm his very favorite. I think he likes me so much. And honestly, I, I say it because I think part of the overflow of my life is based not on these things that I should have done and I did, but based on this living, breathing, organic relationship that I have with God. 
And I know the big question you wonder is like, well, how do you know what he wants you to do? And how do you hear his voice? And how do you have a relationship with him? And it's always different. I can't say it's one way. I just often know what I'm supposed to do. And I ask him and I trust him that he controls the hearts of kings, scripture says. He can control me if I'm surrendered and I want to be walking with him and I want to be pleasing to him and I want to be saying and doing what he wants me to do. And I'm in his word and I I want to know what he thinks about things. And, and I just trust that if I'm asking him, God, what do you want me to know? What do you want me to do? And then I know what to do. I trust that's that's from God. I don't I don't think to myself, gosh, in fact, most of my thoughts would be way more selfish than the ones God gives me to do. And so I trust him. I trust him when I'm trying to parent a kid and I'm asking him, God, what do you want me to know and what do you want me to do? I trust that the insight I have after a prayer like that is from God. He's leading me. He's shepherding me. He's guiding me. Throughout all of scripture, you see from Genesis to Revelation that God was speaking and God was moving. And, and the greatest way he does that is through his word. It's so clear, right? We're all wanting to hear from God and, and the black and white. We get it in our generation. Many generations didn't have that. We actually get it. And so it's the clearest, most obvious way. And if that relationship is thriving, then of course you're going to want to know what God thinks and what he says and, and what he wants for you. And it's going to inform that, that, that still voice and that, that clarity that you have inside. I, I wouldn't know if something was from God unless I knew the scripture so well because I know it's informed by the scripture. And I know if something doesn't sound like God, that doesn't sound like him. He wouldn't say that because I know his word. He wouldn't tell me to, you know, storm out of a room after an argument with my husband. He wouldn't do that because that's not who he is. That's not what his word tells me to do. His word says to turn the other cheek and to, to forgive and to restore and to reconcile this relationship that I have on earth because of how he's forgiven me and reconciled with me. So, so because I know scripture, I can know, you know what? That's me. That's selfishness. That's sin. That's not God. And so hearing from God is walking with God, knowing his word, asking him what he thinks, letting him lead you and show you. And it's so fun. 95% of my life would be different without him leading me, without talking to him all the time because he has me do crazy stuff. I certainly wouldn't be talking to you all here today. This was definitely not my idea. But I said, God, I'll do whatever you want me to do. And he leads me to do wild and crazy things. And as I've done them, he leads me to riskier crazier things. And it just seems to keep going that way, even though now we're in 25, 30 years together. I hope that you leave this today wanting God. I hope that when I described my relationship with God, I hope you felt jealous. I hope you want to figure out where has God become this dictator in your life? Where has God become this unsafe being in your life rather than the safest place in the world because of the blood of Jesus? See, the reason it is so safe with God is because he is the only one that has the power to forgive you of your sins. He's the only one that has the power to restore your soul, to sure up the places that are broken. It's the safest place to be because it's the best hospital. It's, it's the best counseling office. It's the best friend that you've been craving. Time with him as you are going is better than any other part of the day if, if you see him the way that I see him and the way that scripture says that he is. Jesus was the clearest picture of God on earth. He was God on earth. And to see him was to see the Father, Scripture tells us. So, so we know what God is like because we got to see Jesus live on earth. And guys, I don't know about you, but if you've seen The Chosen, if you've read the Gospels, which I would highly encourage you to do both, he 
is the friend you have always craved. He is the guy that you would run to on your worst day. He is the smile that you would be looking for in a room. He is the one that you would crave to hang out with more than anyone else because something about him isn't worried about the crap of your life. Something about him is more interested in talking and being and knowing and helping and freeing and serving and empowering and dreaming and releasing. That's what I've seen. That's who he is. He's a shepherd. He's a friend. He's a counselor. And as you go with him over time, that relationship will grow because why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't you want to be with him? Hey, don't forget to go to JennyAllen.com and sign up with your email today so that you can get access a day early to If Gathering 2023. Tickets sell out in a matter of minutes, so you don't want to miss it. Go drop in your email and you will get a link on November 2nd to sign up for If Gathering 2023. There's three ways to participate. You can join us in Dallas on March 3rd and 4th of next year. You can host an If Local, invite friends into your home, your church, your dorm room. You can stream it right where you are. Or you can find a group near you to join so that you don't watch it alone. We cannot wait for you to be with us.